Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy Brooks and Erin Marie. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. On this episode, our very first one, you will learn more about who we are, how we got into this work, and what you can expect as you go. So Erin, how you've been doing this work for what, like almost 10 years now, coming up on a decade. Um, How did you get into this work? How much time do we have again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you know, it's I got into this when uh, it was probably around the time of my my grandfather passing. So this was, I think I was maybe 13, 12 years old. I was 11 or so when he passed. Um, And so just a year or so afterwards, um, I started like experiencing all of these things that I really couldn't explain. Like supernatural phenomenon. I was, and it's, it's, I sound so... Like, it sounds hard to believe when I say it out loud, (laughs) but I was, you know, I literally heard his voice, what I'm assuming would be my grandfather's voice in my left ear, just as I was about to sleep, um, say my name really loud. Like, it was like, Aaron. Wow. (laughs) Maybe not as rough as as that. My (laughs) my grandfather was a kind and gentle soul, so grandpa, but (laughs) um, it was, it was pretty loud and it freaked me out. Yeah. Um, actually so much so that I would put, put like a bit of a, I would have my pillow or my stuffy like on my ears <laughs> when I went to sleep so that I would, yeah, so that I would like hear that again. Yeah. Cause it just, it was, uns- it was so unsettling. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel, I wasn't like, it, it wasn't a bad feeling. It was just, it just shook me up. Um, I was like, seeing doors close. I was hearing voices in distance that sounded like there was a radio that I just, it was on the lowest volume setting and I just couldn't turn it back up to hear what people were saying. Mm -hmm. And this would be like, no one's in the house, windows aren't open, um, like very, very odd and inexplainable. Yeah. Um, and one time, like I saw my plate actually move in front of me. Wow. Just an inch. I think just an inch or two and just to the, to the right. And while I was eating my toast and I remember going to my mom and saying all this stuff happened and she didn't believe me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause I'm a kid <laughs> yeah. and yeah. right. Um, and she, I remember so clearly that she was like joking with me and she said, oh, it must've been the ants that moved the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Which we didn't have an ant problem, just in case anyone yeah. was wondering. <laughs> but it was just her reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and then from there, it just sort of snowballed. My mom was dealing with her own grief because this was her father that passed. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she went to see a medium who now is like a really good friend of the family. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Maureen. Um, and I had a reading with her and she basically said, Erin, like you, you could do this work. Yeah. Like you're a medium. And I was like, no, 
I'm a teenager, right? I think yeah. I probably had was 15 or 60, like 15 when I got my reading. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I tried it out for fun with my friends in high school. Yeah. And I was really accurate. Wow. Spookily accurate. Spookily. Like things that I would yeah. have no idea about. Yeah. You know, like you don't talk about, we didn't really, you wouldn't talk about, you know, the details around your grandfather's passing. Right. No. We was, right? Yeah. Um, and so it really freaked me out and I stopped doing medium shit. Yeah. And like, stop doing that. Um, people would ask me for readings or they'd be like, can you like, and I'm like, nope, I don't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and then it wasn't until I was in my early twenties where I did it just for fun again. Um, and again, I was very accurate. And then from there I was encouraged to just continue with it. Mm -hmm. And Yeah. It just sort of snowballed, and now here we are. The rest is history. It's been amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and so for, tell us a little bit about yourself, like, outside of your work. So, you know, what have yeah. you got going on? What's your life Ooh. look like? <laughs> well, Amy, I mean, you know this, because we've do. been chatting about how busy our lives have been mm. lately. Um, I'm back in school. Um, I'm studying um, autism and behavioral science. Um, which has been really, really good. Um, and so uh, I've been like doing my studies, but doing my readings as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm really passionate about like community work, um, working with children and youth, specifically children and youth with dis- various disabilities. Yeah. Um, and uh, I really, really feel a strong calling to that work. Um, otherwise, just got engaged. So just amazing, shameless, amazing. <laughs> show us the ring yeah. for show little, us. little blur. Hey guys, yeah. It's like, does, does <laughs> this mug make me look engaged? You know, have you ever seen that um, that uh, meme before? <laughs> or for bridesmaids, you know that movie where she's like, "What do you have an apple?" Exactly, like an apple. Just shameless, <laughs> shameless. Um, speaking of that, let's go a little off course for a minute. Tell everybody about the ring and a reading that we did okay that's exciting because so amy's fantastic she's going to tell you about like how she got started too in this um afterwards but amy gave me a reading um that's how you know we're in love you guys uh we pay each other for our services that's how much we love each other (laughs) yeah and she she described um like a blue blue greeny ring like she was like I, I, she, you could see that it was like a blue turquoise not a traditional ring engagement ring like not yeah. a diamond is what I said like, I said yeah. like a blue gemstone I think is what I gemstone. was seeing yes yeah, yeah. and or emerald or something like yeah. that like emerald or and I was like oh okay uh cool and and it it was <laughs> yeah was right. a year later Aaron's like, hello, check out my ring. Yeah, amazing. And the other cool thing, uh, really quickly, just sort of say, uh, is that we, you know, there was us and then a few other folks who I'm sure will come on as guests Mm -hmm. at some point with this. Lovely, lovely people. We were planning to do an event um, together on the 24th of September. Like that was, you reminded me of this. Yes. Because I totally forgot. Yeah. And on September 24th, I got engaged. And so it didn't end up happening. And I think you're yeah, right. The reason was event. because 
I was supposed to get engaged then. Um, yeah. Exactly. Like we, so just to, just to, you know, build on that, we, we had come together, a few of us as a collective to offer some sort of online event and we were really gung ho and the energy was amazing. And then it, we just started to kind of like drop like flies Oh, you know, like I've got this going on. I got this commitment. And so we took it as a sign that it wasn't the right time to offer it. Um, and we had, but we had tentatively scheduled it for September 24th. And then, you know, Erin got engaged on September 24th. So I, I reminded her of this the other day and I'm like, I feel like it must have been when your fiance kind of had um, decided on a date or like a general time when the universe was like, nope, you're too busy for this. You're too busy for this. Let's like clear their schedule. You, you can't do this. You can't do this, Erin. Right. can't tell you why. Yes. <laughs> right? And I was just like, whoa, like that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And that's kind of like... That's, this is the kind of stuff you'll hear us talk about, like every, how the universe and our connection to our own intuition, to spirit, to our own spirit, as well as those around us and others and like kind of the universal collective energy and how learning to work with it. This is how it shows up in our everyday lives. Right. And the more that you trust, like when you get that nudge, oh, you know, I don't think that date's going to work for me. Trusting to say it because there's yeah. something coming. It's clearing your schedule for a reason, right? And that's just a really perfect example yeah, of how Erin and I experience this in our daily lives and what we want you, our viewers, to learn to experience too, because it's for all of us, right? Trust that. Yeah, trust that, that those feelings. Trust those little, you know, the stuff that you, you feel on the yes. inside and your, in the pit of your stomach, right? That gut feeling or your intuition. Yeah. Um, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, Amy. Okay, Amy. So obviously people have to know about you. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Other than just um, an amazingly talented, gifted medium. Oh, thank um, you. But what, so what do you do outside of mediumship? And then maybe we can talk about how you kind of, you also got started because you've also been doing this for, for quite a couple a while, of years. Right? Yeah. Not as long as you, but a few years. In hindsight, I can see like, I've been a medium my whole life. You probably feel that way too, right? But it's it's been a thing that's come to me later in life. But yeah, I'm um I'm a mom of three. Um, I've got two teenagers and one kindergarten, so kindergartner. So that keeps me quite busy. Um, they are all very sensitive and spirited themselves. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and um, yeah, I'm a military spouse. So uh, military family. Uh, we currently live in Ontario, but we are from the East Coast. So, yeah, so it's been a, an interesting experience moving and experiencing a new place. And that may be a future episode about the lesson in which sometimes things that kind of come out of nowhere and kind of shake us how often there's a huge lesson in it for us. And that move was one for me, which we'll talk about at a future date. But yeah, um, that's me. You know, I have always been spiritual and intuitive, much like Aaron since childhood. Um, I had a near-death experience when I was five and a half, six, um, you know, in which I choked. And I remember the details of that whole thing vividly of my mom's face, of what she was wearing, um, of her calling for help. 
Um, and also experiencing this really like kind of out of, out of body experience, feeling kind of outside of myself, weightless floating, also <laughs> feeling the presence of others around me, but not knowing who they were at five and a half, six years old. Um, now knowing who they were in spirit who was around me um but yeah i always i come sometimes say that i feel like that was the universe opening the door a crack for me um to show me what was in store for me and uh, because you know often i i truly feel this way and i think that you do too we are all intuitive beings we all have intuition therefore we are all intuitive um and that this is really available for all of us that's really how I believe or how I feel and what I believe. But I think some of us kind of come in, I, I use, I liken it to like, you know, like a dimmer switch, uh, a light, you know, we're like full blast, very sensitive to spirit. We, we know what's going on. We know it's there and we're sensitive to it. Um, and some of us can learn to turn up the dial. Right. Um, but it's there for all of us. But yeah, so that's, really that's such a good analogy too by the way yeah sometimes I use radio but lately I've been um using the dimmer switch yeah Yeah. um yeah so that's that's me and these kind of things happened we'll talk about them there's gonna be a lot of storytelling I'm sure in this podcast as we go but um these things just kind of happen to me quite often I was always extremely drawn to the spiritual to spirituality to the spiritual world I talk about reincarnation when I was like 10 um and felt like I had a really good understanding about it even though nobody taught me about it even though I didn't read about it I just knew and mm-hmm. it's still the same belief I have now right it's interesting yeah. um And uh, yeah, fast forward through my teens, I knew that I was extra sensitive. It kind of made me feel a little bit different than or alien than everyone else. And so I definitely turned down that dimmer switch so I could blend in and be like everybody else. Uh, And then fast forward mid 20s, pregnant with my first child. Uh, The reason I knew I was pregnant with that first child is because she came to me in a dream precognition. Um, this happened with each of my pregnancies. So I have three children now and uh, well, four, one in spirit. And, you know, my, my kind of senses got really, really strong with each pregnancy I found, which is very common. It's something that a lot of us experience through pregnancy. Um, we get extra sensitive to things. And then fast forward to coming up on four years now, my father passed away really suddenly So again, with you, with your loss of your grandfather, me with the loss of my father, um, it felt like the catalyst in some way for me to really step into this work. Um, And so he he was there like immediately and um, for a year constantly gave me signs that he was there. And it took me that long to really like wrap my head around it and get my bearings around it. And then I decided to do to do this work. And so I did, I don't know, hundreds of practice readings to anybody who would who would wanted one. Created a Facebook page, the same Facebook page I have now. Um, and I wasn't ready to call myself a medium yet. So I think my name was like Intuitive Amy Brooks, something like that. Um, I did practice readings for months. And then I actually had um, a client, like a person who I had read for, message me. And she's like, Amy, I just sent you an EMT an email money transfer for those who don't know what an EMT is. Um, 
you are ready to be paid. You are too good to do free work. And I was like, okay. And the next day, I'm a little bit impulsive sometimes, right? Especially if the universe gives me a sign like that. I'm like, okay, it's go time, right? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, I'm ready. Um, and so like I launched my business, registered my domain, did all the things. That's been, it's been almost four, well, it's coming up on three years, actually. So I've been doing this work since very early 2019, um, professionally. Yeah, so that's me. That's what I do. I love this work. You love this work. I love it. Yeah. It's, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything really, it's, it's impossible to describe because when you, the, you know, seeing there's, there's two sides to it. I feel like there's like, you're giving people um, an unspeakable joy, right? Mm-hmm. You're giving others comfort in, in a lot of ways. Um, and then I also see the other side to it where, you know, you, you might be, uh, you know, open, but then you say that one thing and you just see like the light bulb switch on for that person. Like I get goosebumps, you know, like, yeah. It's like that there's something more to this. There's something more to life, yeah. right? Um, than what we we can just see with our own eyes. Mm-hmm. And when you, yeah, when you can see that sort of that light, that spark switch on or yeah. dim up, you know, a notch even, right? Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's, there's nothing. And to be able to do that, to be able to, to give that. Nothing like it's it. It's humbling. And mm-hmm. it just. Not, I, I don't think there's a job on earth, <laughs> or, you know, that's, yeah. So I, I, and we're both the same. We're both so grateful to be doing this. Like it's, I like want to cry because it's just. Like, I know. And I, th- I think that's like the perfect segue into, um, you know, kind of how, how we as mediums operate um, and the ethics, because we're both, so we're both, I th- I'm pretty sure that, I know that I do. I'm pretty sure that Aaron as well identifies as an evidential medium. Yes. Right? So an evidential medium essentially means that we ask for evidence. I always say I asked for the good stuff because when I was a grieving daughter mm-hmm. and lost my dad and yeah. I went to a medium, I wanted that medium to give me like actual proof that he was there. So it's amazing and healing and beautiful to hear your dad is here he loves you he's so proud of you that is that's holds so much weight it's so beautiful but if that person was like described to my dad or brought up a specific memory or a smell that I associated with him or something that was super specific that they could never ever know about no something that you just did like I always tell yes people current too, stuff I'm bringing it in and you just, it's not like I thought about that a month ago or I right. did that a month ago. If you just, just did that, did. Right? Yes. this week, you know, doing it tomorrow, yesterday, then it's, it's confirmation. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, that's really when, when I see the light bulb go on, right? And I'm like, the yeah. people are like, oh, and then I follow up with the guidance and the loving messages because then the person's like, I know that's coming from him or her, right? So yeah, it's that's amazing. So let's talk about ethics. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> ethics are a big thing because of how we operate and the and yeah. because of how heart centered we are. 
Uh, you know, we feel it's extreme. We're very passionate. We feel very um, passionate and um, called to share the message about ethics and mediumship. Right? Because like with any profession, yeah, there are good and not so good. Right? And there are people that come heart-centered, full of integrity, and there are people that don't. We find this in every field. But for us in this field, which has a history of misunderstandings, fear-based thinking, so many myths, we are really up against, you know, a lot of, a lot of, I don't want to say discrimination, but a lot of, uh, misconception. Misconception is a good word. And I, and I don't mean to say, like, I, I actually love reading for skeptics. I think oh, skepticism yeah. is extremely healthy and normal, quote unquote. Important. Yeah. But there's a difference between skepticism and, and closed off, right? So, yeah, skeptic, like, skepticism is totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, why don't you um, tell us a little bit about why it's so important for you? I mean, you know, and I, I think it's, ethics is important just in, in life in general. Yes. And like, I've taken so much, you know, for those that don't know, I've studied social, social service work, um, now studying, you know, auto, like child or behavioral autism. There's every field you go into has different ethics behind it. And this is, it's important to do it in this work for me because I've personally had readings where I didn't feel that medium was operating from an ethical place mm-hmm. and or from a like moral because ethics and morals they they go hand in hand yeah. right um, you know and and I never wanted to do that I never wanted to be that <laughs> to do the same thing and so I've wanted to um, kind of flip the switch on it and make sure that when I do give readings, I'm telling people, listen, I want you to feel as comfortable as possible, which you feel the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell people just so that they feel comfortable that if I'm bringing in anything you don't want to go to, you just tell me, we Mm -hmm. won't go there, right? Yeah. Um, It never really, no, no, not good, but it never happens, right? But I, I say it so that people feel comfortable and that you know that I'm here for you. Yeah. I have your best interest at heart. And I, cause I really do. Mm-hmm. I know you do. Yeah. 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 I, I don't want to people to feel like they're left out in the cold or I'm just going to come here. I'm going to give you this, <laughs> you know, this information. I'm not going to explain how I, what I'm doing. I mean, I also have just, you know, I found, felt, thought it was important to put in like a little disclaimer that um, when you book with me, like I'm, you know, this is a very therapeutic, therapeutic experience. I'm not a registered therapist. Yeah. You know, I have a background in social work, but I'm not a registered therapist. So I can't give you, I can't be that person for you. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to, to separate that as well. Um, and also, uh, yeah, I think I'm going on a tangent, but no, it, it's interesting too. Cause we have similar backgrounds as well. So like I went to university, um, planning to be a licensed therapist. So I have a degree in psychology, was going to do my master's. Um, didn't life took me on a different path. Um, but 
I, I love how full circle it is. And I still have come to a place where I can help people in their journey of healing. Um, yeah. But I, it's just interesting because we both have similar backgrounds in our education and how maybe, but I feel it's a character thing about us too. Like it's part of our character um, yeah. to be heart centered, but then we've got this extra layer of learning about the ethics of yeah. of this work of any yeah. work in which you're offering any, any sort of guidance to anybody else so it's yeah for me yes yeah. yeah i always say that too so like when i start my sessions i'm like just so you know this is a private safe space and i will not use this information for anything outside of here like this is your safe yeah. space um and um yeah, like, like you, I ask people before a reading to set their intent. So what I mean by that is think about whom or what you would like to come through. Um, and then don't tell me anything. And then watch as it comes through. Yeah. That is your um, confirmation of your own connection, because I really feel it's important. I feel like we do quite a good job in our own, um, you know, when we, we speak and we share our messages to our to our own crowds how we, we both try to empower the the client the other person in yeah. this is not just like you don't just have to come to us to be connected to spirit you already are like i i read something a long time ago and it's like a medium is is not ever like i can't remember the wording but it's essentially a medium is just there to validate and already ex oh it's a medium is not meant to create a connection a medium yeah. is meant to validate an already existing one and yeah. i think that that's part of the ethical part too but like i also just wanted to quickly touch on how we both work as well you know like we wouldn't i don't i feel like confident that i can speak to for you like neither of us would ever approach you anyone anywhere and say oh, so your grandmother is around you or i'm feeling this about you that's well, we the part of mediumship lesser, that, but we wouldn't do a teresa caputo no right and but that's what people see <laughs> that's what people see in movies and tv over, yeah it's it's so um over the top right that's that's for tv right like yes. there wouldn't be a show yeah. if she kept everything to herself and wait, <laughs> waited, right? Um, so yeah, it's really, really important for both of us. You know, like I don't, I don't offer any information that people aren't like asking me. Like I, I, I'm like, if you book a reading, you're giving me permission to tap into that. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. doing it otherwise. And it's also an important thing that sometimes when I'm, if I'm doing, mm -hmm. say, like an intuitive guidance reading, so that's more like a psychic type reading where I'm picking up on that per, that client's energy as a living person. And if somebody else comes in, like uh, information about somebody in their life, I always pause to say, I just, I just want you to know that I'm not, that person hasn't given me permission to tap into their energy. So I am not, this is coming from your higher self's perspective mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. that person or that yeah. situation. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important as well, that people that do this work just don't tap into like anybody or everything like that is yeah. not yeah. how this is supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we could talk about this for a very long time. Very long time. So long <laughs> that I think, well, I know the next ex episode, we're going to continue this talk. 
all yeah. about ethics and mediumship. Maybe we'll bring in some spirit stories or some personal examples of this. Mm -hmm. Sound good? Sound good. Sounds sound good. Sounds good. Sounds good. good. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us. It was a pleasure. Please come back. You won't want to miss it. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Amy, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well as on YouTube at The Intuitive Rising. What about you, Erin? You can find me as Soul Work. That's Soul W-R-K because I'm really cool uh, <laughs> on Instagram and on Facebook. I am Erin Marie. Amazing. Thanks. Yay!